You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. How about you? Have you warmed up to the association? Because it's not a matter a of bit. interest. And we've gone over this. We like the NBA. It's just betting on it can be a little tough. Do you feel any more confident in these plays that we're giving out? Or are you still a little skeptical uh, on betting the association? I mean, I'm a little skeptical. I've had a little bit more success with the NBA because now we have so much more of a sample size. But even mm-hmm. now, like the Bucks covered yesterday, and that's great if you're on the Bucks. but Giannis was supposed to play, and he didn't play, and so now he's supposed to play tonight. Giannis was probable yesterday. So these are the things that are just maddening to me where even when a guy's probable, maybe he sits out. Like we always talk about the heat. Clint Capella, like we were handicapping Clint Capella not playing for the Hawks yesterday, and our bets came home, but suddenly he's playing. Man, it's just so difficult. But I do feel a little bit better now because guys are getting healthier and teams are being more consistent in how they perform. So, yes, a smidge better, but not a ton. Right, those outside factors that you can't control, like those are always going to be there. But I think this is the case with every sport. You know, you feel more confident as the season goes along just because you have more of a feel for the game. You're starting to notice trends, and you just have a bigger sample size. Don't you feel that way with every sport? I never feel confident like the first month of a season betting on any sport. Oh, for sure. No question about it. Yeah, I'm exactly the same way. But I do feel like, I mean, the NFL, all sports are tough, but some are tougher than others. I feel like the NFL is the hardest, at least from a pure handicapping perspective. But the NBA, I don't think it's necessarily as hard to handicap if you're just looking at numbers. It's harder to handicap because of personnel. And that's not nearly mm-hmm. as much of a factor, obviously, in the NFL, because one guy in the NBA can make a load of difference. Whereas, you know, if you if you lose Desmond Bain or Steph Curry or just any name you want to throw out there, it can make – look at the Suns. They lost Devin Booker. They've been an absolute mess. I mean, there's example after example after example, whereas you can lose a guy on your offensive line on your football team, and it's not going to move the number at all. No, and you're exactly right. Trying to monitor the injuries in the NBA is half the battle when handicapping these games. It's not really the case with the NFL because, you know, they have injury reports that are due and you have Mm -hmm. to be pretty diligent with putting guys on the injury report uh, that actually are injured. Like, rarely are we going to see a quarterback just scratch the day of a game. And that's how it is in the NBA. So keep that in mind when placing bets on the NBA. I think a, a good strategy is to keep your unit size a little bit smaller on the NBA, unless you're super confident, but just keep that in mind, especially if you're betting this early in the morning, because that's the other 
aspect of what we're talking about. It's like we're doing this pretty early in the morning. So a lot of stuff can change during the day, but we're going to do our best. So let's start in Milwaukee, Bucks and Raptors. This line has dropped precipitously uh, in this one where we had the Bucks laying a pretty big number, but then it dropped. Uh, I believe it opened at maybe five and a half. It's down to four and a half over at BetMGM right now. Total sitting at 223 and a half. Jinx, both these teams playing a back-to-back. Both teams played yesterday. So what can we tell by this line and by the information that we are provided? Mm, I don't know. This is the way I start every NBA segment. I just, mm, I'm not sure. I'm not but sure. this game I, I especially. Like, yeah, well, I, I think, I honestly think the Bucks are still the right side. And yeah, both teams are tired, but the Raptors played overtime yesterday. So they're going to be extra tired and they're going to be on the road. And also when you look at the Bucks, at least recently, but 15 and seven against the spread at home this season, that's second best in the league. So I feel like the back-to-backs cancel each other out. The Raptors might be more tired. I think the Raptors are 500, like nine and nine and like their last eight team against the number. So I think I would lay it with Milwaukee, but it makes me nervous when I see the number going in a different direction. Yeah, the fact that the number is going in a different direction is the problem for me. Because I was like you, especially the fact that Giannis did not play last night. And the fact that he was probable, maybe he plays tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe tonight is the game that he is going to play. Because we'll see this all the time. Stars choose like one of the games in a back-to-back set. Like they're not going to play both of them, so they'll pick one. Uh, So maybe this is the spot where Giannis plays. But this number is indicating otherwise. And you're right. I think across the board, it's a stay away spot for me if a team is coming off an overtime game and it's a back-to-back. So something's fishy with this line. And for that reason, I'm out. It's like a shark. I'm out on this one. <laughs> I'm like uh, Mark Cuban, where I am not going to be investing any of my money on that Bucks and Raptors game. All right, let's go to San Antonio. Spurs getting six and a half at home and facing the Nets. Total in this one at 233 and a half. Neither of these teams are playing on a back-to-back, which makes our job a bit easier because we should know who's playing. Uh, but some key injuries, of course, to keep tabs in this one. Kevin Durant continues to be out for the Nets. So, Jenks, this is a shortish number against a very bad Spurs team. But I will say the Spurs have been much better at covering than they have been at winning games straight up. Yeah, I might look at the over here or maybe a Nets team total. Right now, the team total at MGM for the Nets is 120 and a hook. It's juiced to the over at minus 120. And here's why. The Spurs defense one of the worst in the NBA. Like, they allow teams to shoot at more mm-hmm. than a 50% clip. And so you say, all right, the Nets don't have KD, but they're actually a very good shooting team. Even without Kevin Durant, they're going to get plenty of open shots here because the Spurs don't defend. And also, in the last 10 games the Spurs have played, the total in each of those games is more than 243 points per game. So I would either look at the over or maybe the Nets team total. Yeah, even though I will say one thing about the Nets. They're playing better defense than I imagine that they would be yeah. playing this year. And a lot of it is what we've seen from like Nick Claxton, the young center for the Nets, actually leads the NBA in blocks he's averaging more than two blocks a game which is wild i knew he had some kind of potential but the defensive prowess that he has added to this brooklyn lineup has been outstanding coming off a game in which he had 13 points or uh, 13 rebounds and 17 points i think he's somebody to monitor 
uh, in the props market, uh, of course, with the blocks mm-hmm. and also the points and the rebounds. Because like you said, I think this is a good matchup for the Nets, uh, offensively speaking, going against a Spurs defense that is just so bad. And somebody's got to pick up the slack for Kevin Durant. And you're never getting a bargain on Kyrie Irving. His points prop is always yeah. going to be, you know, 28, 29. So I think you look to the other role players and usually it's Seth Curry, and sometimes it's T.J. Warren who uh, has big games. So I think that is a game where I'll be looking at props. We'll need to see what the numbers are when they come out. All right, let's head to Denver. We've got the Blazers and the Nuggets. Nuggets laying six and a half at home, total 235 and a half. Jinx, are you willing to take a risk on Portland here? They've been so bad this year. They have, but something's going on with this number. And the Nuggets have been a moneymaker at home. At least they have for me whenever I bet on teams. We always talk about teams we no bet have or we have an, on our no bet list. And the Nuggets are a team that is on my bet list because they've been a winner at home, 13-1 and one against the spread when they're playing in Denver. That said, the early, and I mean early money, was all over Portland. Moved this spread down anywhere from a point to a half point from where it opened. So when I see money flowing this early and i mean really early on one side that makes me really nervous so i would lean nuggets because they've been making me cash but something is a little bit off here maybe it's because damian lillard has been absolutely unstoppable lately uh coming Mm -hmm. out the game in which he had i believe 40 points and a win over the mavericks the game before that another game against the mavericks in which he had 36 points yeah So it's been Damian Lillard. It's a one-man show out there, but Damian Lillard, my God, is he a good one-man show. So maybe that's why the money is coming in on Portland here. I wouldn't be surprised if we see an over, even though this is a really high total at 235.5. The last couple Blazers games, even against the Mavericks, who in general are usually an under team, those scores 140 to 123, 136 to 119. My goodness. I think uh, you take a look at least at the over in that one as well. Uh, Well, let's go to LA next. Clippers and Sixers. We've got the Sixers laying a point and a half on the road here. 225 and a hook is your total. Jenks, what are the angles we should be following? Well, I am definitely on the Sixers here because you ne- you never know which Clippers team is going to show up, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. been that way all season long. They've gotten a little more consistent with their lineups, but again, one night Kawhi's in, one night he's out, then it's PG taking a, taking a break. And they've only won three of their last ten. And conversely, I just think the Sixers are in better form right now. They've won seven of their last ten. And in their last 14 meetings in L.A. against the Clippers, they're 11-3. and three against the numbers. So I'm going to take the more consistent team and the fact that historically Sixers play very well against this Clipper squad. So I'll lay it short number with the Sixers. Right. The fact that it's a short number for a good Sixers team, like you said, winners of four of their last five, even though some of those teams have not been the best, uh, two of those wins coming against Detroit. Yeah, I think the Clippers are the ultimate stay away team for me because they are so volatile. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised if you see a good showing, but again, if I had a lean, it would be the Sixers. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.